And we're live. What's poppin' chat? What's going down? This is Omslays. This is uh, Music Mondays. And if you don't know, this is my weekly podcast where we talk about everything and anything in the music scene, creative scene, underground scene, and all of the above. If you noticed, I am slightly late and I was dealing with a phone call. So, we're doing the late night Music Mondays. <laughs> but regardless... We're here, we're live, we're popping. Tweets out and launch. Um, we're good to go. We're just chatting. We have a wonderful list of subjects and things to talk about tonight. Um, just a whole wide range of shit. And um, great music reviews, great shit. Just literally have um, a good show for you. So, without further ado. Let's talk updates. Um... Episode 27 is live on the channel now, and if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, reviews are in there from uh, 26 as well, so if you're featured and uh, showed some love on it, I appreciate you. And uh, if you haven't already, go subscribe to uh, Zomslay's YouTube channel, where we talk about... Or, uh, sorry, not talk about, where we upload Music Mondays, my bad. But, nonetheless, um, got my phone call gun done got got a lot of uh got a lot of shit ready to go here but um we're going to be talking about sort of <laughs> a bit of mainstream subjects a bit of um just a bit of everything man so we're going to be we're going to be discussing a lot of shit here live on music mondays today but um one thing i would like to mention is um if you haven't already go follow us on all social media at all music mondays um i'm working with a new web developer and we're getting ready to relaunch our brand new website and um everything's still under maintenance everything's still um going as planned to be honest with you and it's going as best as it can be Uh, we're here. We're ready. So, um, I hope you're all well. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I need to mention. I don't think there's much. Um, like I said, if you haven't seen episode 27, go check that out. Um, everything will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload as well. Um, YouTube re-uploads of this broadcast and every other Music Mondays episode drop on the following Saturday. They are streamed live. So, that's why it's imperative that you subscribe to the Zomslays YouTube channel. Eventually, we will branch out to um, a Music Mondays YouTube channel. But being so small and underground-based right now, well, we'll be forever underground-based. But um, we're just pretty small right now, so I, I, I don't want to split you guys up and have you go follow all types of pages if you're already following the Zomslays YouTube channel for Music Mondays content. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Over the recent week, uh, we had the Rolling Loud Festival, and I believe it was last weekend or uh, over the week. I forget. I forget what the days were, but it was after I recorded episode twenty-seven, and um, I'm sure as <laughs> you all 
have heard, um, we had a bit of a controversial Rolling Loud, so we'll be just, uh, discussing that tonight, and me, Zom Slaves, will be giving my own personal thoughts. Not Music Monday's thoughts, of course, but my own personal thoughts on, on this, and, um, I would like people in the comments to sound off, of course, and, uh, what do you think about this subject, and, uh, just all types of shit, you know what I mean? So, before we get into it, we'll chill and, um, just vibe for a little bit and not hop on the subject immediately. Yo, Bird Shooter, what is good, homie? How are you, King? What's poppin' on this fine Monday? We are here on Music Mondays. Gonna have a good show. Um... Nonetheless, though, I don't think the whole the baby situation is something that I'm really going to focus on a lot this show. Um, we're going to focus on something that came after that. But uh, before I get into that, I actually want to check something about SoundCloud. And um, see if they hooked me up with a correct link. PogChamp! Yeah, see, this is what I wanted to speak on. So before we get into the whole Rolling Loud situation, um, I just want to give a, a quick shout-out to SoundCloud. But, nonetheless, uh, doing another Wolfenstein playthrough. How you going? I'm chilling. Uh, it was a bit late because I had a phone call, but stream's here. We're live. We're popping. Um, but that's good. We can uh, hop in Discord after if you want. Um... Also, what's the baby situation? We'll be talking about that later on in the show. So, um, I'm going to lay it all out for you. And we're going to talk about it. But before I get into the whole Rolling Loud thing and the a bunch of hoopla I want to talk about, um, I want to give SoundCloud a shout out because I had a recent problem with uh, the Music Mondays website and my staff sort of fucking me over and leaving me. Um, the website that we had hosted everything on and built it on pretty much, um, was on auto pay on my card and I got charged a late fee plus the premium payment for the website that was closed down. So after I, uh, paid that off and got my account out of the red, I had to, uh, get my money back up and, uh, miss a few bills and SoundCloud was one of them. And SoundCloud now only does the monthly um, the monthly premium pr plan used to be eight dollars a month, but they switched it to sixteen. I want to say like pre-COVID, like pre-pandemic, and um, they switch it to sixteen afterwards. But if you if you get the yearly premium plan, it's like fucking one hundred and twenty dollars or some shit like that. But regardless, um, I thought I was fucked when I canceled my SoundCloud because I had to cancel my SoundCloud because my bank. You guys know the drill. Um, I emailed them and asked them if I was still going to have my old SoundCloud plan because when they switched the prices, the people that were on the old plan got grandfathered in and didn't have to pay the old prices or uh, the new prices, I should say. So basically, the people who were already paying $8 a month didn't have to pay 
the new price of $16 a month. So I was like, yo, SoundCloud, am I still going to be able to fucking keep this shit, bro? Like, I've been literally paying my bill monthly since, like, 2019, dog. Like, you can literally check the fucking receipts. And uh, I received an email today that they were like, oh, yeah, sure, just follow this link. And they literally gave me no issue about it. And I just want to say that's really stellar of SoundCloud. I think that's fucking amazing um, that they actually really do care about artists like big or small independent creatives. Um in situations like this, you know what I mean? Like, all that COVID talk and, and everything isn't, isn't really a bullshit scam. Like, if, if, if you're honest with companies like this, um, they'll most likely work with you because they know how it is to be an independent artist and they want you to make more money and they're trying to get you to, like, stay on their platform. So if keeping the original price is, is going to keep you on the platform, they're going to do it, and I think that's the right business move. And I think that shows a lot of love, to be honest with you. So, uh, shout out SoundCloud for that. That was, um, that was really nice of them. For sure. So, big ups to them. You got, uh, Zomslay's thumbs up and Music Monday's approval, for sure. That was great. SoundCloud's bog. Wish my app was still working. <laughs> Shit, yeah. It, 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 it'd be like that, bird. It'd fucking be like that. Um. But, yeah. Huge ups to SoundCloud, man. That's... That's a lot of love. So, I just wanted to discuss that. And um, I remember a few episodes ago I was talking about the um, a new creator program that they were doing. And sort of doing more for artist royalties. And I didn't get much feedback from it. So, if you're one of those artists who um, benefited from their new creative program and actually got paid more from soundcloud i would like to hear your response and and tell me your experience about it so if you are listening this far in and you're just chilling uh and you're one of those people comment dm do whatever hit up music mondays and tell me your experience about the soundcloud program and their artist royalties not because i want to know but because it was a new program and i wanted to see if people are actually benefiting from it sort of like a social experiment i guess um but yeah, that's done on that. Shout out SoundCloud, man. Very nice of them. But. Moving into a more serious uh, tone of discussion. We will be talking about. Um, uh, the events that took place. Uh, at Rolling Loud this past week. And which went viral. And uh, of course, I'm not going to play the clip. And before I discuss this, I just want to put a trigger warning for anybody who knows what I'm about to discuss. Um, this is just going to be a lot of real shit. And if you don't like a lot of like... It's not even really a hot take, but just a trigger warning. Be warned, this has to do with people saying retarded or stupid shit. Um, I think... This situation is completely blown out of proportion, but for me to continue on, I have to tell you um, what was said. And this has to do with DeBaby, like I said, and his set at Rolling Loud. Um, for those of you that don't know, and if you don't know, I'm sure, uh, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. But Rolling Loud is one of the biggest uh, hip-hop festivals in uh, 
just an independent creative hub. Uh, Rolling Loud started as such a small idea, um, just people doing house parties and shit like that, and Rolling Loud just, just turned into this conglomerate. Yo, Bananas, what's good? Welcome. I hope you're well. Um, Rolling Loud really is one of the biggest festivals for just underground music in general and like new upcoming artists like they're going to be on rolling loud and i think being on rolling loud is like really such an accomplishment like like it, it, it truly is so with that being said um they get all types of really big artists really small artists um you name it if they're popping that year they're probably performing at rolling loud for sure travis scott all, you guys know the drill um, but baby had a set at Rolling Loud, and he's blown up over the past year for sure, with a lot of his hits, um, just, just really bringing something new to the rap game, and he really, um, I hopped I wouldn't be talking, because I have a thing I hopped I wouldn't be talking about. Oh, okay, okay, I, I got you, man. I got you, I got you, I got you. King shit, listen to this, too. So, um, like I was saying, DaBaby had a rolling loud set. He, I, I, I don't know where this clip was, and if you haven't seen the clip, um, just go look up the clip. I'm sure you can find it, um, because it's fucking viral. But, nonetheless, he had some statements addressing the crowd that were less than favorable and pretty distasteful um not to be like like just to fucking warn you this isn't going to be some sjw shit but this isn't going to be some um apologetic shit either like this is just really how it's going to be because i think this whole situation is really blown out of proportion but he had some pretty distasteful comments. Um, he had some really shitty things he said about gay people. And he had some, like, really, like, ignorant, sort of not knowledgeable comments about HIV and AIDS that he addressed the crowd with. And like I said, for context, if you haven't seen the clip, go watch the clip. Um, if you know me as Zomslays, like, you know I'm I'm into sort of like the more darker side of things like comedy things like that sort of south park family guy aesthetics right and just sort of that feel of uh, of things like i'm i'm not a very sensitive person right like the only way i'm gonna get my shit tight about something like this is if i feel like somebody's really spreading hate and like i said for like the fourth time if you haven't seen the clip go watch the clip he addresses the crowd and says this shit with a straight face he said um something along the lines of um if you have hiv or aids um let me not misquote this let me actually go pull up the clip now and uh we're we're gonna give this a whole uh
a whole play-by-play. Yeah, he said, he said word for word. If you didn't show up today with any of those sexually transmitted diseases like HIV or AIDS that you die from in two weeks, put your lighter or cell phone light in the air. If you're not one of those homies sucking dick in the parking lot, put your lighter in the air. Like, like, this is a grown man with millions of dollars, millions of followers, and a crowd of at least over 10,000 people in one of the biggest uh, post-COVID shows yet. And he's saying ignorant fucking shit like this. Like... I don't know if if he realizes this or not, right? But motherfucker, nobody dies from HIV or AIDS in two to three weeks anymore. It is not nineteen fucking eighty nine. Technology and medicine has far surpassed that shit, and you can fucking get that shit from more than just sex. It's not an STD. Are you fucking dense? Like, this is before I'm going to address the apology and all this other shit. I'm just talking about specifically what was discussed here. Brother, you have got to be fucking kidding me. You have just got to be kidding me. I, I, I didn't really have an opinion on it until I actually saw the clip. And I was like, there's no fucking way he just said that. There's no fucking way. He just said that. And he did. So, what are my thoughts on this? Um, you're fucking stupid. Like, like, just flat out. Like, like, I like. You're just making dumb comments. Like, you're not doing anything but offending a bunch of people that probably listen to your music because not only just guys. You're talking about lesbians. You're talking about all types of gay people, bro. You know how many people bump the baby? Probably about 40% of them are fucking gay. And he's telling them, yeah, go fuck yourself. Get out of my crowd. And if you have HIV or AIDS, get out of my crowd. Look. He's not the first artist to say some wild shit in front of a big-ass crowd of people. And he's certainly not going to be the last. Um, But you gotta understand that, like, you are bigger than just... Uh, a couple shows a year type of person like you're working with bigger out of genre artists you're playing big fucking venues you're making big fucking money so you need to act like a real fucking artist if you're gonna work with women if you're gonna work with this if you're gonna work with that and like bro you have to act accordingly this is just like on some moral business shit like you like i don't give a fuck how you feel inside keep that shit to your fucking self you're literally brain dead like, you cannot be doing that. If I was his manager, bro, I would have been flipping fucking tables. I'm not kidding. 
Because there's just no fucking way that you can fuck up that badly and expect people to just be like, yeah, it's no problem, bro. Like, it's not about canceling shit. It's not about being woke. It's not about none of that fucking horse shit. It has nothing to do with stopping bags. It has nothing to do with canceling a grown man. It has nothing to do with internet. Motherfucker, if somebody says some fucked up shit like that around me, superstar or not, I'm gonna fuck who you are. I'm not gonna fuck with you. Like, I've been around people who say some fucked up shit in a joking manner, in a sort of, like, anger manner. I, I, like, bro, I'm not talking about none of that. I'm not talking about if you're joking, out of anger. People say fucked up shit all the time. You can be forgiven for that type of shit. But if you're on some genuine, hateful shit, you're completely calm and you're like, yeah, go fuck yourself if you're gay. There's something wrong with you, bro. There's something fucking wrong with you. Like, like there's something wrong with you in your head for you to do that. Like, and people want to come out with, like, oh, it's where he's from, it's this and that. I don't give a fuck, bro. He's not on the fucking block anymore. He's not in the hood. He's not some fucking middle-class poor guy anymore, bro. When you're an artist that comes from nothing, and you become something, you have to act like you're something. If you don't agree with that, I don't give a fuck. But that's facts. You have to carry yourself in a right fucking way. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck how you feel on the inside, bro. So, regardless, the aftermath, canceling, whatever, bro. People want to think, like, bro, it's not about canceling motherfuckers. I just want to make that loud and clear. I don't give a fuck if you cancel anybody. This shit's fake. That shit's fucking fake. If you say fucked up shit, you cannot be surprised if people do not want to fuck with you. Well, why don't you bump my music anymore, bro? Because you hate gay people. What do you mean? You're homophobic as shit. Like, I'm confused. Like, like it's not that hard to really understand that subject. Like, it's, the, it's not about canceling shit. People don't fuck with you because you're fucked up. Like... It's not like you're a comedian and you, and you had like some distasteful joke where you were angry and said some shit out of anger or, or fucking it was a private conversation and it got recorded. None of that. You fucking addressed a crowd of over 10,000 people, look them straight in the face and said, if you're gay, go fuck yourself. And then you're like, I don't want to be canceled. Da -da 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 -da. What are you fucking smoking, bro? What are you smoking? Nobody's canceling shit. You said some fucked up shit. Nobody wants to fuck with you. End of story. So like I said. The aftermath. He gets dropped from Lollapalooza. Which is another festival post-COVID. Over 10,000 people. People come from all across the United States to attend Lollapalooza. Dropped from the festival. And they put out a flyer today. Said that they believe in diversity. And want to address the fact that they don't support anyone's hateful ass comments like that and that's what people said they said you were doing nothing but stopping a bag for yourself and look what he did that's one that was yesterday today i wake up the governor's ball in new york city bunch of fucking artists the baby dropped same thing we believe in diversity we're not fucking supporting any hateful ass motherfuckers it's pretty much what the statement said and motherfuckers want to go on Twitter and try to fucking justify this shit. A am I missing something? Am I am I fucking brain dead? You know what I'm saying? Like like am I just a a am I missing some shit here? 
Like, as to where, like, if you say some fucked up shit, if people don't fuck with you because of it, they're the ones who are wrong. Hello? What, what the fuck? So, regardless. Um... Today he put out a statement on his Instagram with the comments turned off. And I don't blame him because people are just fucking stupid. And he pretty much came out... Uh, I suppose we can pull that up too and we might as well talk about that for a second. Um, because this is what I would have made my artist do if he fucked up like this. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like, like, like this is exactly... Uh, what I make him say. Uh, he said, social, mo social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who had to make his own way from a very difficult circumstance, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was an education on these topics and guidance has been a challenge. I appreciate the people who are coming to me with kindness, reached out to me privately to offer me wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed and was and it was received. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ community for the handful or for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV AIDS and I know education on this is important. Love to all. God bless. Simple as that. That's all I need to do. I agree with him. Perfectly fine apology. You say some fucked up shit, you're like, damn, I fucked up. I, 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 I okay. Case closed in my book. You already got dropped. You already said it. What can you do but apologize? You gotta at least respect that. And I respect that. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Man fucked up. He's learning. That's it. He said my bad. Because that HIV AIDS shit was the real misinformed fucking dangerous ass bullshit you put on the fucking world. Calling an STD. You're a fucking dumbass for that and he knew it. Somebody probably messaged him and was like, Motherfucker, are you literally smoking fucking what? So yeah, good on him. Go read a book. Good for you. As a man, that's what you're supposed to do. As a human being, that's what you're supposed to do. Apologize when you fuck up. He apologized. So he's good in my book. But. um, That's not all. That we're going to be discussing here. Uh, sort of. More on like a serious topic. Uh, we have. This clip. Uh, which came out. From a rapper known as Lil Boozy. And he's been in the spotlight before for saying some. More or less. Uh, controversial takes. And that's fine. I, I think everybody else has controversial takes. You know what I mean? Like, the guy feels how he feels, whatever. But if you watch this clip, I linked in chat. And of course, if you haven't seen the clip, go look up the pussy clip. Um, he, within the first five seconds of the clip, he says... It's sad how y'all trying to force this gay stuff on the world. It's sad, bro. Y'all trying to ban artists. 
10 years is not going to be normal for a kid to be straight. Force it on the kids. So because the kids love the artist, and the artists are fucking gay, that makes the kid want to be gay. Are you fucking... Bro, I'm about to flip my fucking desk over watching this again, bro. Listen to me right now. Listen to me right now. I cannot wait to fucking post this shit. Because this is just something that literally words cannot get out in text form or tweet form or whatever the fuck you want to call this, bro. Listen. Listen. When you're young, when you're old, something clicks in you in what you're attracted to. Sexually, not sexually, you're just attracted to whatever you're attracted to, right? Now, things in this world may trigger that earlier in you than it might somebody else, right? Like, maybe some people don't come into full form of their sexuality when they're, you know, 16, some are 18, some are this, some are that. People have to grow, and they all grow differently. And I'm not sure that motherfuckers understand that you cannot be influenced to be any type of sexuality. Like, I don't care if you strap somebody in a fucking chair and, 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 and you play a bunch of gay shit in front of them on a fucking TV... They're not going to turn gay. That's not how that fucking works. So for people to be going around with this mindset with millions of followers and this and that and the third. If you go read the fucking comments of the of, of the Instagram video or, or, or some fucking post where I saw bro. Everybody was just like, yeah, bro. Protect booze at all costs, bro. That's right, bro. They're forced gay shit on our kids. Bro, if your fucking little dweeb ass kid is going to be gay, he's going to be gay no matter what the fuck he does. I don't care. Nobody picks what they're attracted to. Same thing as to why you're attracted to fucking some ugly ass fucking motherfucker. Same reason why your stupid ass dad is attracted to your ugly ass mother. Because motherfuckers just... <laughs> Bro. Nobody picks. Nobody has a fucking choice. <clears throat> People like what they like. So for anybody to go out there and to fucking say that... The media and, and people and society are, like, forcing everybody to be fucking gay? I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm confused, right? Because if, if, if you're gonna sit there and be like, Oh, they're forcing gay stuff on our kids. Is it fucking wrong to be gay? Answer me that. Is it wrong to be gay? What fucking eight-year-old gay kid do you know? Because I don't know any. Motherfucker, if they're going to be gay, it's not because of this one or that one or, or, or... Bro, something might spark that inside of them. But that shit's not going to be fucking the catalyst to whether they're gay or not. They were already gay. It's just how life fucking happens. Like, just like how people don't have a choice of, of where they're born, who they're born into... What their heritage is. What their fucking cards are. Motherfucker, nobody has a choice in what their sexuality is either. So for anybody to sit there and say that you can be influenced to be any sort of way. Is some of the densest 
most dumbest shit I have ever fucking heard in my life. It's shit like that that makes me wonder, like, have you ever even talked to a gay person? Like, because they fucking, like, they go through so much shit and hate and just jokes and this and that. Bro, it's not easy for them. So for anyone to sit there and assume that, like, you can just be influenced to be gay, motherfucker, it ain't a choice. Believe them. It's not. Society barely approves of it. You got people fucking sitting around in Rolls Royce's six-figure fucking car with four brain cells talking about, yeah, uh, you're in... You're, you're, you're fucking influencing kids to be gay. Are you fucking stupid? Are you stupid? Nobody wakes up and says, you know what? I want to be gay today. One of the hardest things to be in 2021 United States of motherfucking America, bro. Just like it's hard to be any sort of ethnicity. It's hard to be fucking poor. Nobody wakes up and wants to be fucking poor, bro. You're just born in a poor-ass family. It is what the fuck it is. Like, you're born a skin color. You're born this. You're born that. Like, so many of these things, you don't have a fucking choice. I've spoke on this shit so much, and it wasn't even in this setting. But I just, I, I, I just want to go on record saying that. That nobody has a fucking choice in this shit. Being gay or, or your sexuality is in a fucking fashion statement. It's not something that people just put on and they're like, yeah, I'm gay today. Are you fucking stupid? Do you think that's how that works? It's a tough fucking road. I don't care if the kid fucking is doing whatever, bro. He's playing fucking Barbie's eight years old. Motherfucker could be driving monster trucks by the time he's 24. Motherfucker could be this and that and the third. But do you understand that regardless of whether he's doing that as a child, he's going to grow older, be exposed to it eventually, and then make that choice for himself? You understand that, right? So you can shove all the boy shit, all the girl shit in, in each gender's faces. They're going to be exposed to it one way or another, and they're going to make that fucking choice for themselves. You want to know why? Because they don't have it. They don't have a choice. It's how they feel. Clip that shit, motherfucker. That's bullshit. And for anybody to be fucking out there speaking like that, bro, you're literally brain dead. You're fucking brain dead. And I... I, I don't expect any less, bro. Dude said dumb shit like that before. So. I don't expect any fucking less, bro. But just to, like, coattail and sort of add on to the DaBaby situation when he's trying to apologize and shit, and then go back and say, yeah, y'all forcing gay shit on kids. Are you fu- I need what he's smoking, bro. Actually, never mind, I don't. Because clearly it's a fucking homophobic pack. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. What somebody does in the fucking bedroom has zero effect on you. I'm, I'm confused. It has zero effect on your fucking kids. For that matter. They like somebody's music and they're gay. That's not gonna make them fucking gay. I, I don't care. You know how many fucking artists I've listened to and seen that, 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 that are bi, that are this, that... I am the straightest motherfucker you'll ever meet. I love women. I've had plenty of gay fucking friends. They don't influence me. I didn't wake up one day and say, you know what? My 15-year-old ass wants to go suck dick. Hello? It doesn't work like that. Jeez, motherfuck, dude. Like, I, I, that shit, boom, fucking nuke in my head, bro.
So I had to get that out for y'all. Before I continue rambling, let me fucking stop myself and hit the gas, man. Jesus, fuck. Fucking stupid, bro. Especially in a fucking creative space, bro. Everybody should be fucking equal, bro. Funny how equality goes out the fucking window when it comes to sexuality. Mad fucking funny. Fucking bullshit. But, regardless, let's uh, switch gears here. So, that's that on that. Um, if you feel some type of way about it, I don't give a fuck. That's my opinion. That's not Music Monday's opinion. Don't take shit out of context. But, it is what it is, man. I don't think any artist should be quote-unquote canceled even though that shit's fucking fake. Ain't nobody gonna be, be boycotting shit, bro. Like, it, it just is what it is. You said some fucked up shit, you apologize for it. It is what it is. Move forward. I think that's... Like, something that everybody can take from. You know what I mean? When you fuck up, you apologize. So that's the lesson, you know? And Boosie, I don't fucking know what he's on. But, that's some dance-ass shit. But, anyways, we have some great reviews. Um, must to choose from tonight. A lot of visuals, actually, which is rather surprising. Um... Um, we had three make the list tonight, and, um, before I get into these, we'll just chill for a sec, and, um, drink some water, because I've been talking for 30 minutes. You ever watch a podcast, and you're like, why do they always have bottles of water, and nobody takes a sip, and then, like, you get deep in the podcast, and they're, like, fucking chugging it? That's exactly why. <clears throat> My throat's dry. But, nonetheless, got great shit tonight. Uh, first up on our list is an artist by the name of Fly Bishop, and he submitted the track titled Audi, and it comes with a insane-ass visual that I really, really like. Uh, sort of my style, actually, which I really enjoy. Um, I'm gonna link this in chat, of course, all songs linked in the description as well. Um, but yeah, Fly Bishop is in the chat, uh, this track's titled Audi. Great visual, um, great, great visual. So, first thoughts, uh, Beats a classic, dark, trap, sort of, like, ethereal kind of vibe. Uh, really dark, really enjoyable, great, great mixing. Um, I believe it's a collab beat as well, so a couple different production styles clashing here. And in a good way, of course. But uh, the beat's well mixed. I really enjoy the beat. But uh, Fly Bishop comes in with a heavy, heavy, uh, just just a heavy laid vocal that's just perfect for this beat. Like, the way he comes in is just insane. I, I, I really enjoy this, and it, and it sort of brings you back to, like, that good SoundCloud time. Um, but the way his lyrics are mixed and the way his vocals are laid down uh are just uh, are, are just perfect perfect for this beat uh lyrics and flow are like i said extremely extremely good uh for this beat the bars are uh simple but definitely effective um 
keeps you entertained for sure. One of those songs where you just want to see what comes next and you want to keep listening. So definitely a plus on that. Um, it, it it's funny because you don't have to go too crazy with writing to keep people entertained and make the song really bouncy and enjoyable. And I think uh, Fly Bishop did a really good job at that here. Um, but his first verse comes in and then he rolls right back into his hook. Uh, the hook sort of mashes in with a bridge in a verse, and then the song fades out. Uh, this is one of those hard-hitting underground tracks you can come back to over and over, uh, because it's definitely just that good, to be honest. Uh, 10 out of 10 for audio-wise, for me, for sure. Uh, I want to speak on this visual, though, for sure. Uh, just to mention that not a lot of artists take time to put visuals like this together, and it, it's a really simple yet effective visual that goes along with the song, and I think really makes or breaks a release whether you accompany a visual or a music video to it and i think he took this song very serious and i'm i'm really glad to be seeing visuals like this to be honest like it shows that artists care about their shit and he did enough to put together a visual so salute to fly bishop for this uh artists need to do this way more so a 10 out of 10 overall for me uh keep doing your thing thank you for the submission my friend and uh links in the description as well shout out fly bishop Love that track. But, submission number two. Let me take a drink of water here. Sorry, bro, my, my, uh, my throat's dry. But, uh, this was submitted by a mutual of mine. Uh, by the name of 34 Storms, and he submitted the track A Karma Freestyle. And before I continue, let me link this to you guys, and of course, link will be in the description of the YouTube upload as well. So, uh, 34 submitted a track titled Karma Freestyle, and initially, I was like, sort of taken back by this. Um, the flow was a little bit off-putting at first, but... As the track progresses, it really, really comes into form. Um, so another track as well that's that's like accompanied with just a great visual. I, I don't know what it was with the visuals this week, but we got a lot of great visuals. Uh, this was directed by uh, Scott Bands, so go show him some love. Um, links in the Karma Freestyle description. But uh, wow, this whole vibe is something completely original. Uh, something I really, really enjoyed was just like the uniqueness from this track um 34 really you can just tell is a super unique artist does his own thing um lyrics are super just original and his flows are super original um so it's just a fast-paced trappy um nothing too crazy but the beats of course mix well and it sounds really well like but it's it's just a very um regular trap beat uh lyrics and flow can like sort of put you off at first like i said but if you let the song continue it progresses lyrically and flow wise for sure uh 34 really rides this all the way to the end and i went in for like a second playthrough like from the top so i was like hold on let me fucking listen to this shit again so i play the track over again and with the second listen it only got better 34 really stuffed this song with like uh, creative bars that uh 
are just enjoyable and really makes this song like a great listen especially like i said with repeated listens so it's definitely a track you can come back to um definitely very bouncy as well not really like your typical freestyle but it's it, it's a freestyle in its own right and i think he does it justice for sure so a karma freestyle is definitely really really dope um, and it's for anybody who's a fan of freestyles, for sure. Like, if you like any freestyles, absolutely. Um, definitely one of those tracks that just don't stop. And, of course, in a good way. But the thing I really want to discuss here again, that really makes this song have so much personality, man, is the fucking visual. The visual on this Karma Freestyle track by 34 Storms, it, it, it just makes it. It's, it's filmed with so many shots and angles and... You can just tell that what the final product came out to be is so perfect for the Karma Freestyle that, like, you really need to just go check out this visual. Like, if you're listening to this track without the visual, you're fucking up, for sure. Like, it just it just really adds a lot of flavor to this track, 100%. Uh, like I said, I'm a huge fan of visuals, and uh, especially ones that give the song a lot of personality. And this one definitely does just that. So, uh, go check out 34. Go check out Karma Freestyle. Uh, make sure you go start with love, and thank you for the submission, homie. Much, much love. Shout out 34, man. Good, good, uh, good submission right there, and two fine-ass visuals, man. That's some fucking work I like to see, baby. Let's go. Okay. Now. Our last track for the night. And definitely one uh, that's pretty unique, but um, definitely is something for a lot of people that everybody can get into, to be honest with you. Um, so this was submitted by an artist uh, known as Javon Bishop, and he submitted his album titled Jewels to... And uh, I didn't have time to listen to the whole album, so usually when people submit albums to me, I'll just go with the first intro track. And the first intro track, to me, and what I've always told my artists when I manage them, is uh, really the hook in, like, sort of, like, in the theoretical fishing rod that's going to get people to keep listening to your album. So I think if you can start off an album really, really strong... Um, it's a sign of a good, well-put-together piece. So, the first track of Jewels 2 by Javon is titled 1993-slash-Diamonds. So, uh, sort of a two-beat, uh, two-song kind of deal here uh, for the intro. Uh, it's about four minutes and 50 seconds, so it's rather long, but um, we'll get into that. And of course, uh, Javon linked in chat. Uh, every track will be linked in the description as well, the YouTube uh, re-upload. But, as far as um, 1993 Diamonds 2 goes, um, Jules 2, at face value, looks really well. Uh, you could tell that this is one of his albums that really he put a lot of work into. Uh, covers great. 14 tracks. Um, I knew this was something he took seriously, so I was really rather excited to see 
what was up with uh, this intro track, right? So, yo, what's up? What's good? Welcome to the stream, homie. I hope you're well. Um, I wanted to see what was good with this intro track. So, nonetheless, uh, like I said, first track from his full album titled Jules 2. And um, I would assume 1993 is the first part, and then when the beat switches up, that would be what you would call Diamonds 2. So the beat starts off with a great vocal sample and, and just a very uplifting, uh, typical hip-hop vibe. Um, definitely real bouncy, uh, real vibey for sure. And Javon comes in with hard bars about like his early grind, uh, his early grind as an artist in particular. Uh, just paints a really great picture about what music means to him and what he's done to get where he is currently. And I think songs like this can always resonate with a lot of people, whether you're an artist or not, because it's um, a vivid picture of a struggle and the grind and what you do to get like what you want and, and get to where you want to be. So uh, I really enjoyed that uh, lyrically-wise from Javon for sure. Um, nothing about hard-hitting emotional bars in the first couple uh, minutes of this five-minute track. But Javon continues to spit bars for almost three minutes, uh, which is actually I I insane in itself. This, this is actually somewhat of a freestyle you could consider, but it's all just so well-written and well-performed that, it, of course, it's not. But he just goes on this for sure. Like, he went in, and uh, the first three minutes are... Really, really well-written and uh, well-delivered, for sure, without a doubt. Um, and, of course, makes for a really entertaining track, right, for the intro. Uh, but the beat switches up, and Diamonds 2 starts off with a similar vibe as 1993, but he speaks facts about the world, uh, all types of thoughts he has on global issues, uh, conspiracy things. Sort of more of like a real-world approach, and uh, definitely puts like a yin and yang concept in... Javon's sort of work. So I think he did really, really well with uh, blending these two tracks, for sure. Um, and if there's one thing you can take away from this intro track, it's that Javon can spit, and spit extremely well. His flows are great on this. Uh, lyrics are excellent, really well written. Um, the one thing I did note, though, um, is a little long for an intro track, but it keeps you pulled in enough if you're listening to the album for the first time. So first-time listeners won't have trouble. Uh, keeping attention here. But, um, as far as the intro track goes, it's definitely a little long, but like I said, first-time listeners should have no problem. Great, great, great intro track, for sure. So, uh, shout-out Javon for the submission. Shout-out Jules, too. Make sure you go listen to that. Uh, go check out 1993 Diamonds is the intro. Let me know what you think. Go follow Javon. Go follow every artist uh, submitted here. Everybody's going to be linked in the description, of course, of the YouTube re-upload. And uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. So, chat. Excellent. Really, really uh, great range of submissions here. Um, really finding new talented artists as well, like a lot of new faces. And that's what Music Mondays always strives for, so the new faces are always great. But, now, I suppose we'll start with the outro, because um, we've actually had a great show tonight. Uh, we discussed a lot of really good topics that needed discussing, and just a lot of things that needed to be talked about, and of course accompanied with music reviews and updates. So, 
without further ado, uh, that's going to do it. This episode will be live on the channel this Saturday. Today's Monday, so Monday the 2nd. Um, so Saturday is the 7th. You will see this live on the YouTube channel August 7th. Um, if you'd like to submit for live reviews on Music Mondays for next week, on August 9th, submissions will be live tomorrow morning on Tuesday, August 3rd. So, tomorrow, if you'd like to submit, make sure you follow uh, Music Mondays on Twitter. Make sure you follow uh, all Music Mondays social medias. Um, of course, links will be in the description of the YouTube video. Um, submissions open back up tomorrow for episode 29. And that's going to do it for me, chat. Uh, follow Music Mondays, like I said, on all social media at All Music Mondays. You can follow me, Sam Slays, on all socials. Uh, great show tonight. Everything's well. Uh, I'll catch you next week. I will always keep you guys updated with everything as well. Uh, that's why you should follow our Twitter. Um, website stuff. Uh, more updates coming this week. Um, playlist updates for sure coming. Um... Submissions open tomorrow, like I said. And that's about it. Um, yeah, make sure you follow us on all socials for sure. Because uh, you'll get updates there sooner than you will here. But um, I'll catch you guys next week for episode 29. Thank you to anybody who stopped by. Thank you for all the love and, and, and all that good shit. Appreciate you. Um, I'll be live after this in about five minutes with probably some zombie shit. I don't know what I'm doing after this. But that's it for Music Mondays. I'll be live next week for episode 29. I'll see you then. Thank you, chat. Make sure you follow, subscribe below. All that good-ish. Later, later, later. Later.